All right, welcome back to week 14 of Landlocks. Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving, or if you're hearing this on your way to Thanksgiving, hopefully you're going to have a great Thanksgiving. I have no idea when Stansy's going to drop this. I assume it's either Thursday or Friday of this week. We're back. This is our last regular season week before championship game week next week. So, you know, we're excited to be here. And as always, everything at Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is brought to you by Cody Rhodes and Mississippi Stilling Company out of... LeClaire. Is that right? Yes. Look at me. Good host. And of course, we are brought to you by Wild Rose Casino out Clinton, Jefferson, and Emmitsburg. Why not, you know, enjoy your Black Friday? Avoid going to Target, avoid all that stuff, and go watch some football games at a casino. I mean, I can think of worse things to do on a Friday when nothing else is going on. And find us on your podcast app of choice. I am excited because they said that this is like the most downloaded week. So I can't believe they're giving us a prime spot. It means they love us. It means we're amazing. And I'm glad that we're the best that there is. Don't tell that to anyone else that records for Cyclone Fanatics. We like our job. So anyways, I'm joined by Jake Voss and Sean Shantes Festerman. Like I said, I am Ted Flint. And let's break down week 14, gentlemen. Are you excited? Well, we got a. They've got us in prime time, so they can put your picks in prime time, Ted. It's three Man, weeks in a row now. Ten and five. <laughs> Must be nice. I'd be. I would have been four and one last week, and I truly believe this. If they had played that uh, Akron Buffalo game, <laughs> actually played it there, yeah. Um, but now, there because they canceled that the week of the Army game. We have two games that week because Akron Buffalo is gonna be a Friday night special on December second. So nice. So I'm excited. About- so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm gonna wait. That would be wait. Is December second next Friday? Am I am I that am I wrong? Is that are yeah. they putting that up against the Pac-12? That is next Friday. Wow. I'm well. See, you know, this is what to keep me around here because I know things and I'm smart. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see that. That was when they made that game. And yeah. just to be clear, we were recording this before I went out for the night before Thanksgiving festivities. <laughs> God. Well, whatever. I've been fine. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, just like the time we did two podcasts and this was the second one. It was great. Yeah, it was great. No one even, no one even noticed. What are you talking about? They couldn't even figure out which one we're talking about. Anyways, before you play those bagpipes, break down my wins because I won and you all lost because I'm the best. I am invincible. Just what yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. You couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Ted made it three weeks in a row, so I brought that drop back. Uh, yeah, so like we said, Ted uh, went three and two, another winning week uh, with Iowa plus two and a half, UAB plus 14 and a half, Boise State, Wyoming under 44, Okie State plus seven. Uh, ouch. Uh, Utah, Oregon under 61 and a half. So, yeah, Ted, another good week. That's uh, Yeah, I mean, the Wyoming one got a little spicy because Wyoming – I wasn't watching this game, but like they threw an interception in the end zone and then Boise fumbled a kneel down and then Wyoming had another chance at it. And what then is this they, the Vikings game and then they fumbled it again or something. It was some weird thing. Like, and it was 17 to 20. And that overall was 44. <laughs> so thank you for Wyoming. Um, I should have double bet that game. I wanted the plus 14, but I want the under instead. So I'm a little grumpy about that. But yeah, I'm going to take it. Um, lots of unders in the 30s this week. Some are more. Uh, attractive than others i'll leave it at that 
Alright, and we'll go on to the rest of our picks. The picks for Tez and I. Tez uh, had a 1-3 and three week with TCU oh. minus 2.5, ECU uh, minus 6, Purdue first quarter minus 6.5, Indiana, Michigan State under 47.5. Hey, that Purdue first quarter, though... <laughs> they snuck that out, and then everybody nice, else nice early, beat me uh, into the dirt. Yeah. Uh, I went two and three uh, with Iowa plus two and a half, Okie State plus seven, Temple plus seventeen, Houston ECU over sixty-seven and a half, Illinois Michigan under forty-one, and I'm beating myself because, like I told you, Ted, uh, I think, or you, Ted and Tez earlier, uh, I had the Iowa State under in here and i took it out so that would have put me at least at 500 but i didn't so here we are uh chris williams had a two and two week at 500 uc usc ucla over 75 and a half isu texas tech under 47 and a half uab plus 15 western kentucky plus five and a half i absolutely love how it gets a little louder there <laughs> i hit it like every time too it's like right at the end <laughs> um yeah, let's let's talk about that Iowa State under real quick before we get into meeting the meat and potatoes of the uh, the turkey and the noodles of the of the thing. Why did it take us to week fourteen to make Iowa State under as a principal bet? Uh, it hasn't taken me that long because I've been betting them, but I haven't been putting them in. What are they like in a, my cash drops? Eight and three or something? It has to be a high number. It's got it's got to be pretty high. I can look, but um, I hit that game four times on the under. Uh, I would have got all four of them, except Iowa State is dog crap and <laughs> let them score late. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, I hit it at like what was it? Started off at like forty-seven. I hit it at forty-two no. and nine against the over. Yeah, so two and so, nine. Safe to say that the Iowa State under is a cash crop. Turns out when your uh, defense is, you know, championship level and your offense can't put the ball in the end zone, uh, you push the, you pull the games under a lot. Right. Um, and this is actually the first week that we've done this, that we actually have like turned in our cash crop crops to Jacqueline, our amazing graphic designer, early enough that we can just discuss them. But before we get into them, we're going to start on Thursday night. And either you're going to yell at us or you're going to be like listening and writing this stuff down. Um, the Egg Bowl, you know, it's a, it's a it's an amazing game. You got players fake dog peeing, costing themselves games, shoes falling off. That is the Egg Bowl, right? Maybe not. That I don't know. I don't know. Right. Mississippi State goes to Old Miss. They're a two-point underdog over under a 61. Old Miss. I'm sorry. Mississippi State money line. Leach has never won this game. I honestly think Kiffin's leaving, and I'm going to be real interested to see how that hand, how he handles him putting that reporter on blast when he takes the Auburn job. But uh, yeah, give me, give me Leach. Leach, you know, I mean, it's not like they're going to be trying to jab him with a needle or anything during this game, so he should be fine. <laughs> let's go, let's go, Mississippi State. Yeah, I disagree. Um, if if I was going to bet this game, and I probably will, it'll be Ole Miss minus two and a half. I just I think they're better, I, so that's what I would do. I also might lean over if you wanted to bet the total, but it, it, that's kind of hit or miss. I mean, Mississippi State seven and four against the over, Ole Miss six and five. Last ten, they're both six and four. But the away Mississippi State away is zero and four at home. Ole Miss is two and four. 
Ole Miss is five and four against the over as a favorite. Mississippi State's one and one as an underdog. So it, it's pretty all over the place. But I think I would lean the home favorite in Ole Miss and the over if I if I'm betting it. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same way. I don't I don't have a bet on it right now, but you know, come Thursday, I'm sure I'll. Uh, we're all going to bet it come Thursday, but the, un- <laughs> the over, sorry, the under is hitting 16 in the last 20 games. So. Head to head, you mean? In yes. The bowl? Yeah. The egg bowl under. So. Hmm. Yeah. I think I want, I think I'm taking probably, probably old Miss. I think Kiffin will go out there and he's going to, you know, pull, pull all the cards he has, coach a hell of a game and then the Auburn job. So what was your what was your stat? How many of the last how many? Uh, you believe Gukin? <laughs> so yell at him. Sixteen of the last twenty. Sixteen of the last twenty and five of the last five. Yeah, because that's so, how far back the action app goes. Five of the last five have gone under. So yeah, seems easy enough. Under a little Thursday night, lazy night. It's so under. don't listen to me. I'm dumb. Because <laughs> no, why would you watch New England and Minnesota on the NFL Network <laughs> when you have? Glorious college football unders to keep you nice and toasty. All right. Moving on to Friday morning. This is actually a really important game for the Big 12. Baylor goes to Texas. Texas is a nine-point favorite. I'm sure glad no. Hopefully you didn't listen to me when I was all over Kansas last week because they <laughs> did not cover. Um, they died um, quite quite early in that game. The over-under is 56. Um I believe, yeah, Texas is one of my cash crops. I think Texas is just like boat racing people right now. And if they want, they if they want to make the big, they want a chance at a Big Twelve championship. They got to win this game. So give me Texas in the nine. Yeah, I, I don't. Honestly, if, if if I'm betting this, I don't really actually love much on it. I would take Baylor and the points. Um, Texas has been winning. Um, I mean, not even all their games, but uh, they're two in the last three ATS. Um, they are they cut co- they cover. You know, they're seven and four against the spread, four and two at home, six and four is a favorite. But Baylor is also really good, and they're really good as an underdog. Um, so if you're gonna give me over a touchdown, I think I'm I would kind of principal bet it bet Baylor, but I don't feel great about it either way, to be honest with you. A little worried that Baylor Super Bowl was last week. You know, that TCU game be hard to bounce back from. Yeah. Uh, I had my first first thing I wrote down for this game was the over, only to immediately read after that the last nine between these two has gone under. <laughs> um, so, and it looks like that's, I guess I don't know where it opened, but it looked like it's, looks like it's kind of moving that way. Um, yeah, the, Baylor's under. been more of an over team this year, but Texas is kind of under, especially at home. So that's why I don't really love anything there either. The thing about like, I worry about these unders in these Friday morning games is because who, who wants to be playing at 11 a.m. after Thanksgiving? You know, like, <laughs> and I feel like the not wanting to be there aspect kind of helps the offense more than the defense. Your defense, you're tired. Last game, you know, you don't want to hit anybody, you know, I like just let's get out of here. Let's go home. It's good. The off season over. And that's maybe me making that up in my head. I just, that's my worry. And I have nothing to back that up and feel free if all over is hit or whatever. And you're listening to this, just make fun of me. Cause I'm an idiot. And that's well on record. How dumb I am. 
So, all right, moving on to a future Big 12 game. Tulane and Cincinnati, I guess not Tulane, not until we become a bigger conference. Cincinnati is a one-point favorite at home. Over-under is 46, also at 11 o'clock on Friday. I don't have any idea about this game. Cincinnati should win. Well, you saw that I've got them plus one in the cash crops. Um, I don't love the spread trends, but technically it still counts because Tulane is a one-point underdog. Or they were. I, don't, I guess I they still are. Tonight. Yeah. But Tulane, um, ATS nine and two, eight and two in their last ten, four and zero oh away, and two and zero oh is an, an underdog. Uh, Cincinnati is three and eight overall ATS, three and seven in their last ten, two and three at home, and three and six is a favorite. So, against the spread is kind of iffy when you're talk, talking about something that's only a point. But, man, Tulane has pretty well been on a tear lately. And I just don't really trust UC or uh, uh, Cincinnati at this point. Um, you know, they're they're one in four ATS, their last five. I just – I think Tulane's just got it rolling, and uh, I'll keep riding with them. 0-4 against teams of win records against the spread. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of that's, that's kind of been their thing. Is like when you and I've I've paid attention to at least Cincinnati pretty closely because I've been kind of curious. You know, they they built up all that attention the last couple of years, and then they haven't been. I mean, they're nine and two, so they're not bad. But when they play good teams, they aren't. You know, Peach Bowl winning Peach Bowl yeah, type of team. World world beaters. Yep. Yeah, that's I've got. Um... I've got the reverse side. I am fighting Jake on this one. I have Cincinnati in mind <laughs> just because I do. I I think yeah, when they when they're the the best version of their team, they're the better team. But that is the matter of do you get that? And it is frustrating when it is you can't get that version of your team against the teams that you need it. You know, when you're playing better competition, they manage to play worse, but. Let's hold out hope that maybe they picked <laughs> something the last week of November. I don't well, know. Regardless, uh, one of you choosing me tilting about two o'clock on Friday morning when, <laughs> when there's nothing else going on. And you're going to be like, look at that Arizona State, Arizona game, just licking your chops. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's uh, about all for Friday morning. Um, wow, I thought there was more. All right, moving on to the 230 slate. Only game worth watching, 2.30 on Friday afternoon. And you know what I'm talking about, if you know what I'm talking about. New Mexico goes to Colorado State, over-under 35. Do I have the strength to make this game my over-under, sicko-under? I don't think I do. I've been staring at this now for three straight days. (laughs) I hope you don't. Um, I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. No. I think it's over. Yeah, this is this is one of those games where it it's two gross teams. Uh, it's a pretty low total, but New Mexico is actually not so 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 Colorado. They've been going over. Col- yeah, they co- so they yeah. cost me a sicko. Yeah, so Colorado <laughs> on the year one and ten uh, against the over one and nine last ten. Zero oh and five at home. Zero oh and two is a favorite. That's that that's great for an, if you want an under, but. New Mexico six and five overall, five and five in their last ten, two and three away, six. But six and three is an underdog against the over. So like, 
it's not one of those where you look at it and go, yep, I, you know, I like that to be a gross game that stays under, you know, 23 points or something. It's, it, it's not a guarantee. Yeah. Don't think I'm going to bet it. I've talked myself out of it. I just want to talk about it and not talk about the terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. You know, I actually might bet the over. Um, I might actually bet the over in this game too. And that is go big red. Nebraska's going to Iowa city. They are a 10 and a half point underdog over under 38 and a half. This has dropped like four or five points. I swear this opened in the forties when I saw it on Monday. Uh, I, I'll look. Uh, the open open was forty six and a half, but obviously that was probably yeah. months ago. Let me. I'll, I'll check the, the. I saw that number and I could not believe. I, I I went to look for it and then I couldn't find it. Um, Iowa obviously a win gets from the Big Ten championship game because we all desperately want to see that happen. But Nebraska <laughs> is just kind of. Terrible. I don't know if it was last week or week before they were up fourteen nothing to Wisconsin and just then somehow lost fifteen to fourteen. Like that under hit, which I had, which is nice. But um I'm not touching this over under because I'm really worried that this is like a thirty one to ten Iowa win. Yeah, so uh, as of the twentieth, so like three days ago, uh it was posted somewhere at forty six and a half. Uh, and then was posted at 40 and a half and then has dropped basically since then uh, dropped pretty quick to 37 and a half and then has kind of bounced around from there so yeah it's I, I agree with you Ted um, um, you saw my other one of my other cash drops is the Nebraska team total under 13 and a half that's gonna be sweaty uh, it probably will be uh, but just looking at their outputs uh, in their last five games uh, 14 3 13 9 and 37 against Purdue whatever but when they've played good defenses they've been like right around that or under it so that's what I'm banking on is that Iowa just shuts them down and it probably does end up something like a 10 to 20 three game or whatever that wouldn't hit the over <laughs> no it would not i just I, I mean i'm just saying that's what i could see it being is like nebraska maybe scores 10 points but then half is like don't overthink this stupid just take the under kind of like the wisconsin <laughs> iowa game last year week yeah you know? i think it's the combination of like nebraska is obviously bad they're even when they tried to figure some things out in the middle of the year it just didn't go well um and I think with Sam Laporta not playing, like I don't know how much offense Iowa can actually get going. He is their leading receiver by a healthy margin, doubling up almost everybody else in every category. Um, so I think I can see Iowa just packing in a 17-3 game and just go home and Get ready for indie, baby. I, you cannot talk me in oh, You're going to talk me in this under. I can too. No, no. All right. So this is going to go against what I said. But it's if you just look at the teams, that, that would all make sense. But when you look at their head-to-head, their last five years, 28-21, 26-20, 27-24, 31-28, That's over, under, over, over, over. Yeah. The over's the play. <laughs> It, it, pro- it, probably it probably is, and that, it, that also but... goes against my lock. But I mean, I, I know I I knew that they had scored in the games. I just I think Iowa's defense is a whole other level at this point. So yeah, 
um, watch the uh, New Mexico Colorado State game. <laughs> Don't <laughs> put do on your, put on your local bar and see what happens. I dare you. I dare you. Just hopefully, just continue to else. celebrate a United States soccer win. That's... There we go. Um. Uh, we got to talk about this game because it's only game on at the nine o'clock hour. Actually, there's two here on Friday night. Um, there's three, but we're gonna we're not gonna skip UCLA California because I don't think any of us have play. I do have the Florida Florida State game. I'm on Florida State minus nine and a half. I think they blow the doors off of Florida. I don't think they've beaten Florida in a hot minute. So I think the Knolls are just gonna unload. Um, Florida's not any good, and that's why it. Upsets me even more that that's probably who I was going to play in a bowl game. So, <laughs> yay. Um, Florida's not any good, but when you look at what they've done, I mean, they're six and five ATS on the year, five and five in their last 10, but away they're three and one. And as an underdog, they're four and oh. But Florida State's also been pretty good at covering. So you're kind of <gasps> fighting rock in a hard place there. Yeah. So and then we have but a nine o'clock. I don't, I don't, I don't like anything about it. So yeah, well, you're gonna be wrong because my nose are gonna roll. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. I don't, I don't, I haven't, I don't know that I've watched a second of either one of those teams this year. Well, if and Florida State doesn't cover, <laughs> I will bet entirely too much money on Wyoming covering fifteen <laughs> versus Fresno State. So <laughs> just count that. All right, let's move on to Saturday. Next game of the week by far is uh, Michigan and Ohio State. Michigan is a seven and a half point underdog at Columbus. Over under is 56 and a half. I don't know how to bet this game. I, I, I almost had Michigan in my cash crops and I wussed out, to be honest. Like, <sighs> Yeah, I, I kind of I want to agree with that, but I am so scared of Ohio State just saying screw your apparently elite defense and just putting up 45 points anyway. Yeah, I was looking at this and if you get into the numbers this uh, against the over this year, Michigan is 3 and 8, Ohio State is 8 and 3. So it is you know, unstoppable force meets an immovable object and it's just who's going to give on this one. Something something that is interesting about this game now um, so the Ohio total uh, team total is 32 and a half. I, I'm, I would kind of be tempted to take that um, just because of what Michigan's done uh, to people. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, this Michigan team seems like it's built. Like, Harbaugh's got this team now the last couple of years built to play, at least play with and push Ohio State. I mean, last year was, I think, kind of indicative of that, but... I also have a hard time really betting against Ohio State the way they've looked. So, yeah, it's definitely, man, it's a tough one. Um, and like Vegas put this number where they want you to bet it. They want you to bet Michigan seven and a half, right? Like they're just begging oh, yeah. you because they know that they made it Michigan plus seven. Everyone will be on Ohio State, right? Um. I'd like it a lot better at ten. I don't I'd like. I I literally hated it. Seven, seven, seven and a half. Yeah, you know, you know what you should be watching though during this game. Instead, <laughs> I know, I know what your answer is, and, and no, you shouldn't. <laughs> Illinois is traveling northwestern. <laughs> 
They are currently a 14 and a half point favorite over under 38. A much more gratifying game, if I do say so myself. I don't like the under here, though. This is another 30, 30 under because I'm worried that Northwestern is just so dog crap that Owen only wins this 31 to 10 or 34 to 10. Like, you know, you want to know what you should play? <laughs> Northwestern under 11 and a half points. Man, I might do that again. I might do a sicko. A sicko. Uh, that is, that's what I will will be playing on this game. Is the is Northwestern's team total under the? I agree with the the game total, um, and that's why I'll just bet on Northwestern being bad. Illinois having and Illinois having a good defense. Yeah, you could you could put that for a couple other teams. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a bad play. I think that's <laughs> probably fairly safe. <laughs> like, I I don't mind the minus fourteen, and I think the team the the game under is probably okay. I would once again just be scared of Northwestern being bad, bad, and Illinois putting up right. three points. And that's the worry, right? Is yep. Northwestern? Is, I mean, you overhit in the Iowa Northwestern game, and Illinois has a better offense than Iowa, so. I always say think so. Don't check me. Don't care if you do. I don't like Iowa. Um, um, yeah, I just but I have to pick one of these low one of these low unders is my sicko. And I've already eliminated two of them. That's gonna be the issue here. So I really don't like any of the sickos this week, but I feel like it goes against my creed to pick a sicko under in the forties when there's four or five in the thirties. No, it's definitely gotta be one in the thirties. Not helpful. <laughs> Definitely has to be. <laughs> now that I go look, no, there is another one. Yeah, I found the one I'm going to take. Perfect. All right. Um. All right. Michigan State goes to Penn State. Uh, Penn State is a 19 point favorite. Over under 53. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Michigan State lost Indiana last week, right? And that almost yeah. was one of my cash crops. So Penn State. Penn State all the way. Yeah, if I'm betting that spread, I'm gonna lay the the 19 or whatever it is and and bet Penn State. But I don't. I mean, looking at looking at the numbers, that that would be the way to lean on the spread. Michigan State five and six ATS, four and six in their last ten, two and two away, three and four as an underdog. Penn State's been pretty good in this spot though, eight and three overall, seven and three in their last ten, four and two at home, and seven and two as a favorite. So. If you wanted to bet that, that would be the way to do it, I feel like. But that's a decent amount of points. Yeah, it's a, it is a, a level that, to an extent, I'm personally not super comfortable with. But, yeah, Michigan State's been pretty rough at times. And, it is, yeah, Penn State's covering 73% of their games this year. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll side with the numbers there. and hope for the best <laughs> yeah when in doubt trust the trends um we all love trends on the uh, landlocks podcast all right speaking of indiana oh, i was hoping heard, for a really old trend or something i haven't used that drop I, I, dude i haven't found any like i just they don't, none of these games are ranked anymore i've been looking i've been looking blame espn they don't have any <laughs> all like, right where are we going we are going to wherever Indiana is. Bloomington play. <laughs> Bloomington. I got it right. I got it. All right. I got there. Judgy much. All right. 
Purdue has Indiana, the old oak bucket, I believe. Uh, Purdue's a 10.5-point favorite. Over-under is 54. I am not betting this game at all because Indiana beat Michigan last week. It's Michigan State, and Indiana's bad. So Purdue should cover and win that bucket, but I'm not touching it. Yeah, I don't – none of the – none of the – uh, records this year ATS are are good or bad or helping helping really decide um, either way I think if you wanted to use any of what's happened this year to help you pick anything it's uh, on the total uh, both teams are seven and four on the over six and four in their last ten Purdue's four and one away Indiana's four and two at home Purdue is two and is only two and three as a favorite. However, uh, Indiana's five and four as an underdog. I mean, that, th- those are all. Purdue has covered the last five games in this series. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't like it either way. I mean, if we say we've bet on Indiana, we'll get some cool home field shirts. Yeah, there we go. So everyone clap your hands. I mean, I did. I did write down plus ten and a half. That that was what I wrote down when I was looking at this game yesterday. But uh, I I don't think that there's anything that Indi- Indiana didn't make the Fiesta Bowl, and ever since then they've been spiraling. That it's, I feel bad, except so are we. We're also spiraling, so I can't feel bad. <laughs> about you, Sean? You got anything? Sean just putting his ears back on. Oh, that's right. He he says uh, Garrett Ted's always right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, all right, uh, we're heading down to Stillwater, um, Oklahoma State. Bunch of bums. They came so close to getting back up in seven last week, dude. They that got was... they got down when they were down what twenty? No, fourteen. Or something. One of the final scores. They were down by like three touchdowns at one point. Oklahoma didn't score. Like. Oklahoma didn't score after they like went up twenty-four to whatever, and then Oklahoma State just came down to the red zone and just couldn't get points and cost Uncle Ted a lot of money. Not a lot of money. Cost me a unit. Um. Yeah. Oklahoma State somehow has a seven and a half point favorite against West Virginia. Over under is sixty-three. I think it's going to blind bet the over. Yeah, I think that's probably where I would end up. Um, I think. I think the over makes the most sense because uh, West Virginia likes to give up points, it feels like, and oh, this isn't Stillwater. Never mind. Oh, man. I was thinking the other way around. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, West Virginia has not been... Has West not, Virginia does not score on the road, man. That's yeah. the, That would be the, yeah, that I, I'm, I might go the under, actually, because I think... Um, I think I might do under in Oklahoma State covering. Uh, Oklahoma State has won the last seven in a row, straight up and against the spread. Against yeah, I don't know the, why I was thinking that was in Stillwater or it in, is in Stillwater uh, in, in, in Morgantown. Sorry, it was at West Virginia. Yeah, I would I I would definitely be leaning uh, Oklahoma State cover and under at that point. So that that's where I. Yeah, I don't have analysis on it, but uh, I am I'm just, I'm just going over. I'm going over. I think they're just going to. I thought for sure you're going to be like, I don't. I, I thought for sure you're going to like, I don't have analysis on it, and they can both go to hell. No. <laughs> that we're going over. They're just going to. They're going to trade trade slobber knockers up and down the field. How many craptastic Big Ten games are there on at eleven o'clock? A lot. Well, All right, we're, we're what fourteen teams, so. We're still in the one of the games is good. 
So six. <laughs> the, one, one of the games is good and has the two the two fun teams in it. So. All right. Uh, Rutgers is going to Maryland. Uh, they're a 14-point underdog. Over-under is 49. Don't know anything about these teams. Is, is Tua's younger brother still playing, or is he dead? Uh, I think he's out still. So he's DOA. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> kind of yeah, I, I mean, I think I don't know that any other week they're maybe getting the 14 just because Maryland's so up and down. But, you know, they – they pushed Ohio State a little bit, so everybody's, you know, hyping them up a little more. But, man, when they're, they're not pushing Ohio State, they can be pretty brutal. Yeah, there's just nothing here. I mean, neither of the teams, they're both basically like 500 in all of the stats, ATS. Uh, they both kind of bounce around uh, against the total, but pretty close to 500, so... Um, unless there's some kind of trend head to head, it looks they don't have last year's total or ATS <laughs> on here for some reason. But um, I mean, that at the least, it's uh, two or three of the last five have gone under. But yeah, I I don't like any of it. Yes, sir. Sure I missed our flyover. Sorry. All right. Okay. Keep it in the Big Twelve Ten. Here it is. Sicko under the week. Minnesota goes to Wisconsin as a three and a half point favorite underdog. Underdog. I believe this is for Paul Bunyan's axe. Over under 36. Under. So I'm excited to watch Minnesota's running back fumble in the end zone or throw Minnesota <laughs> throw an interception. Or wait, Wisconsin just got blunt, pop, pump blocked. Oh, no, that only happens when they're playing Iowa. <laughs> I would uh, anecdotally, I would agree with that. Uh, I don't know that I like it enough to bet it. Uh, I don't think I like anything enough on this game to actually bet it. Uh, as far as the the numbers this year, Minnesota uh, against the overs four and seven overall, three and seven in their last ten, two and two away, one and zero as an underdog. Uh, so I don't know if that tells you a lot. Thing that kind of scares me, it, but not. It's not like a big lean. Wisconsin six and five against the over on the season. They scored six fifteen and, points last week against Nebraska. Six and four <laughs> in their last ten. Three and three at home. Five and four is a favorite. So like they kind of lean over, but not. You score fifteen points against Nebraska. You don't get my money on the over. <laughs> well, I'm not saying to bet the over. I'm just saying as far as like the under, I, I don't. Nothing. We've there gone through all it, of the unders in the 30s jake oh you know, the other ones Ted, i think of of the ones we've talked about probably the grossest one which is new mexico colorado state but is the one that i might like the most but i i don't think any of them are great great well tomorrow when i'm extremely hungover thanksgiving i'll look it over again and i just that's a friday night game i really just friday night over unders haven't been kind to me so <laughs> in the old sicko department um all right. Was there another good game at two thirty? We should be talking about anyone think about it? Anything else going on? Anything? No, I was at three. Beautiful. All right. Um. Yeah, we got a couple here. Hit that Hawaii music. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, early yeah. week. I know. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, how are we betting Hawaii as a 50-point underdog at San Jose State? Over under 57 and a half. 
so I had I'm another week that I'm tempted to tell you to take Hawaii and the points and the under, but I think I'm just under this week. I took the points because drunk you told us last week to take the points and not take the <laughs> under, and I won money last Saturday night. I didn't. Not on that game. Uh, yeah, I I don't want to talk about what I had to do to make back some of my money during the Hawaii <laughs> game last week. Um, Man, yeah. This... Did, it, did it involve ping pong games in Tijuana or something? It, like... it did not. Uh, but it, it involved a lot of live betting on a game it wasn't that was the taking handle. place at 11.45 for a <laughs> significant chunk of money on some of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's two teams that I mean they've got. They both trend a little more towards the under. I can tell that, that like you don't know what to do because it's such an early Hawaii game and it's just it got is, you off guard. And, and that is a weird part of it. But I do. I don't. Does Hawaii even play in the daylight? Like, have we seen them play in the daylight? <laughs> have you ever seen them in a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it could be very groggy. That's very early for Man, them. Man, you'd be an aggressive uh, vampire to live in Hawaii. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it's. It's so... F- Man, I, this game screams two things, and I don't know if I can trust them to do either. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> it screams... Oh, we're just going to... Yeah, it's going to keep playing until it stops. It's like whatever two or three minutes it is. Uh, <laughs> but it screams under once again, because Hawaii themselves, like, all of their numbers, despite burning us, like, two weeks in a row or whatever. It's San Jose happened. State's been scoring. I have lost an enormous Ted, amount of Ted, money. San Jose State is four and six on the over four and six in the last 10 one and four at home and three and five is a favorite it's basically both of these teams go under and then when you look at the spread hawaii's eight and four six and four in their last 10 three and two away seven and four is an underdog san jose state four and six ats four and six in their last 10 two and three at home three and five is a favorite like everything says under in hawaii but I don't. I can't trust Hawaii anymore. I'm done with them. And it's not fun to bet Hawaii unless you're chasing your losses throughout the day. This is true. Uh, yeah, I don't want to actually. I don't want to actually watch it. It's significantly less it. fun in the middle of an afternoon. I I, I had the receipts of you texting us asking them if the Hawaii games on TV at 11:30 at night before. <laughs> yep, that was last week. Oh, was it? Yep. <laughs> Because I was like, I was like, oh, I'll turn that on, and then I was like, no, it's not on anywhere. What the hell? Yeah, you didn't get on Facebook. If anybody can get us a connect with Spectrum TV or Spectrum Sports, that's for some reason only available in Hawaii, California, and I think Kansas. Um, let's, let's make had that Kansas in his <laughs> I didn't name. realize it was some service that was only in like five states. Yeah, I thought it was like maybe a subscription thing online. Somewhere. Oh no, I looked. Yeah, it's only available. It's either. It's either Kansas or Nebraska, and then Hawaii and California. That's the only place you can get it. Yeah, so, yeah, there's our Hawaii uh, three minutes on Landlocks, <laughs> a podcast all about games that are normally hey, landlocked. Give the people what they want. Yeah, all right. Moving on to our flyover of the week. Memphis goes to SMU. Over-under is 69.5. Nice. Um, SMU is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, over. And now I'm worried about it because Sean is on the un- under, and he's seven and three in these. <laughs> yeah, Sean uh, last week, Tez, you officially locked up uh, having the best record on the the fly. Ooh. 
since you're well unless we're going to continue it through uh championship slash bowl games i mean i don't know why we wouldn't for well not not for bowl games but at least well we'll figure it out but at least on the regular season tez gets the um um Fake trophy? I don't know what yeah, we call the, it. The, the crown. The, He's the, the king. Crown. The crown we'll for a, this regular I'll go season. get drop, an airplane trophy made for myself. <laughs> you dropped this, king. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ted and I are on the over. We're nervous, but... So, the SMU, 5-6 and six overall against the over 4-6 and six in their last 10. But at home, they're 3-2, and two, and as a favorite, they're 3-2. and two. The thing that made me like this is you have a, a, a team like SMU that, when you watch them, they have a propensity to try and push games against a team in Memphis that is 8-3 overall, 7-3 in their last 10, 4-0 away, and 4-0 as an underdog on the over. That's what really made me just be fine with taking the over. Um, I will say my pick on the under was strictly because you two went over. <laughs> I kind of figured it was, to be uh, honest. But yeah, it's fine. That's kind of what I figured. I was like, when I saw Ted uh, had posted that, then I knew I had already I already put mine in the spreadsheet when I looked at it yesterday. I was like, oh, we, I bet couldn't, we can't catch under. you anyways, can we? Well, we, no, we six and four? Well, not in regular season. Yeah, so he just didn't want to hear the bad boys drop. Uh, yeah, that's just me being spiteful for no apparent reason. The over last week, though, did pull off the Ultron, uh, Voltron with us and Williams. It's now 2-0 and we all four. No, wait, 2-1. and one. So I think we all agree on Oklahoma State beating uh, oh, yeah. Kansas State. And that didn't work. That went bad. Um, <laughs> anyways, Iowa State somehow is a 10-point underdog going down to Fort Worth. The over-under is 47.5. The over-under hasn't even moved at all this week. Uh, under. Yep. Yeah, I think you got to play the under. It's foolish not to. It is just handing you money at this point. I really uh, expected you to join us in that, in the cash crops, and you didn't. And it made me sad. Yeah, uh, that's... That was that was picked poorly of me. I, guess I didn't look a ton through what you guys had picked, so I probably should have. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm excited for Iowa State to win this, and then that gives God. Feinbaum just an ginormous boner, and he can talk about how crappy TCU is, and Iowa State gets to go to some bowl that has no name that's named after like Critic <laughs> Karma in. A suburb of Dallas. Maybe Cheez It'll put their name on a third bowl, a Cheez It Junior <laughs> Bowl or something. None of those Cheez It bowls are legitimate to me. They're all on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, this game. This game is. Um, if I was just looking at it objectively, uh, there's nothing here that makes me like anything. All the money's on Iowa State. I hate it. Um. Yeah, basically everybody is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the money, and, and at this point, the uh, 58% of the bets, 73% of the money. So there's more money than bets, at least on action. The total, Iowa State on the seasons 2-9, 2-8 and two and eight in the last 10, 0-4 away, 0-4 is an underdog. But TCU does go over a fair bit, especially at home, 6-5 and five on the season, 5-5 five and five in their last 10, 4-1 at home, uh, only 5-4 and four as a favorite. So... Uh, but but Iowa State's done this to everybody, um, unless unless they just give up. I mean, the offense, well, the offense could be worse. They could just not move the ball at all. But the offense doesn't score, 
Um, and the defense is just good no matter what happens, whether it's the special teams messing up or whatever. This is going to be by far the hardest defense TCU has played all year. Yeah. So, and TCU, if you've watched any TCU games this year, all they talk about is how, how beat up they are and how tired their offense, you know, like, <laughs> you know, Max Dungan's out there on one leg, basically. So, <sighs> They still just cover, though. I mean, it yeah, would be peak Iowa State. Mm-hmm. They covered last week. No, they didn't. They didn't no. cover last week. This two and a half. Um, yeah. I mean, money on that game, in-game betting to cover my losses. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're all on, on the under here. Um, I would say probably covers. Hell, they probably win just to spite us. Yeah, if you're betting the spread, I think if you get it at 10, I mean, you might as well just take Iowa State, but I'm not betting that. No, either am I. All right. Um. Oklahoma, Texas Tech, over under 64 and a half. This is in Lubbock. Texas Tech's a two-point underdog. I think it's taking the over. Blind bet the over. Mm. Mm. That's not mm. a good mm. Let me see if this has changed. Um, it's going to be cold and an eight, nine-mile-an-hour wind. So not a lot of wind. But enough. But probably enough. I mean, it it is uh, up and down the field. It looks like not crosswind. But I put under uh, question under sixty four and a half question mark. I don't really love that, but I think th- I would probably lean that way if I was eleven of the last twelve games have gone over. Yeah, but were they thirty six degrees in Texas and went a little bit windy? Ooh. I mean that that. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think uh, I think if I'm betting it, uh, it would be Oklahoma minus two is probably where I would land on that. And that's just a feel for me. That's not uh, that's not anything. To, uh, Oklahoma's not really been great. Uh, they've been a little bit under 500 covering. Texas Tech's been a little bit over covering. So. All right. All right, Sean, sorry. I cut no, you off. I was just going to say, I, if anything, I think that's where I'm at on it is Oklahoma. Um I don't disagree with an over necessarily, but I don't know that I I feel more comfortable in maybe Oklahoma minus two than I do an over. All right. All right. Sunflower showdown. I was a lot more excited about this before, you know, Kansas State just tripped on their dick last week. Kansas tripped on their dick last week, sorry, and got killed by Texas. The things I would give for Kansas to win this game. <laughs> like I think I would sacrifice TCU beating Iowa State 55 to 10 for Kansas <laughs> to win this game. I have actually haven't like kept up on all the championship game scenarios. So. If Baylor beats Texas, Kansas State's in. Hmm. If okay. Kansas State if Texas wins and Kansas State loses, Texas is in. Interesting. All right. I believe that's right. Man, this game gives me nothing. Uh, so I've seen some smart people basically saying that you need to watch this game, and if Baylor wins, you need to bet Kansas. Because then K-State might just take the Because take they're it. just in. Yeah. Man, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kansas... It's a high is, number, too. Kansas has been pretty meh. Um... Overall, ATS, they're 6-3-2. and two. I mean, pushed twice. Last 10, 6-2-2. Two two. Away, 2-2-1. Two, two Underdog, 3-3-2. Three, three so, like, 
as an underdog, they are like right right there, it seems like. Kansas State's been really good though in, in this spot. Eight and three overall, seven and three in their last ten, four and two at home, and six and one as a favorite. Was it last week that they just blew the doors off of West Virginia and the overhit in like f- ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, they put up forty eight. It was forty eight to thirty one, but I think it would. They had like yeah, forty. Oh yeah, because the end game over under got the ninety eight in the Kansas State game. That was like a principle, <laughs> yeah. just like unload the clip. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, give me Kansas to win the game just to make my Saturday night glorious. <laughs> um, man, all right. Before we get to the wild cards, there is a last game of the night. It's a ten o'clock kick, and we'll be betting it because it's there. BYU goes to Stanford. They are six and a half point favorite over under 57 and a half. I'm betting the over. And if I'm still open awake at 10 o'clock on Saturday of Thanksgiving week, I'll be shocked. But you know, that's where I'm at. That's so uh, that's one of my that'll be my last lock for the weekend uh, over 57 and a half. Uh, this is one of the ones, uh, Ted, that. Uh, when you said, wow, seven locks, uh, and I, I messaged, messaged and said, yeah, there's, uh, there were some that I liked just personally. And then there were some that I looked at, there were like three that I looked at, uh, their records on the season. Uh, and really just, I was like, well, that makes sense that it's going to, it's going to do this. Uh, so it's going to go over BYU is seven and four overall six and four in their last 10, three and two away, five and three is a, this could be like 10 people this game. Sorry. Uh, Stanford (laughs) six, four and one, five, four and one in their last 10, but they're four and one and then uh, at home and five, three and one as an underdog on the over. So everything in this says lean over both teams, uh, over, uh, I mean, there's probably other things that would tell you that that's not the case, but that's where I'm at. It's going to be a decent night. Uh, it's going to win 52 degrees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with it because I think there might be a level that David Shaw knows what the over unders are and shoots for them. Um, and I'm judging that on last Is week. Is he surviving and- this year? Is he kosher? I don't think so, but maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but it was last week at the end of the game. Um, down. Oh, he by kicked that field goal. Yeah, he kicked a field goal with a minute left, down by ten to hit the over. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'll ride that over. I think I think David Shaw loves hitting overs. So yeah, uh, that would hurt. All right, let's, <laughs> let's get some wild card games in because you know what? We can go a little long. It doesn't matter. You know, I think someone's breaking up the wall behind Tez. Yeah, um, just one guy somewhere with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the Apple Cup on Saturday. Washington, Washington State. Washington's a two two point favorite. Over under is sixty. You know what I might do? I might do like a money line over three days. I mean, Washington State, Mississippi State, and who else we got on Friday? I can toss in there. That's fun. Oh, absolutely nobody. Great. Um, I think Washington State might win this game. At home, they can cause some chaos and that Pac-12 championship stuff. You know, yeah, they're they're good ATS at home. Um, outright, 
Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look here. Yeah, I mean they're they're five and one ATS at home. That doesn't mean that they're winning games, but they're at least covering. Uh, it's a two point spread, so that would that would tell you that they should probably keep it within at least you know winning distance at the end, uh, if nothing else. I don't have I don't have much else on the game to be honest. It's all Pac-12 games on the last Saturday of the season should start at nine o'clock. That is my TED talk. I agree. Oregon, Oregon State, the Civil War. I'm sorry, it's not the Civil War anymore because as someone who is very woke, that not being called a Civil War annoys me more than anything. <laughs> like, they're in Oregon. <laughs> they're the farthest away from Virginia as you could get. Um, what's, Is it like the Platypus Trophy now? What is that game even called? Um, I have no idea what they call it now. Man, we're going to call it a Platypus Bowl. Um <laughs> Duckbill platypus, that makes sense. Uh Give me the beads. Also, this would be like this would like be the most chaotic Pac-12 thing if Oregon State beat Oregon and then Notre Dame beat uh USC. I just blow the Pac-12 up. Crummy River Mandel. Stew. Tez, you got anything? Uh, like those apples, stew. No, I mean I'm not necessarily. I'd I haven't, I haven't paid enough attention to really have a feel or an idea on what, so what can happen there. But I also invite chaos. So that's why this game should be at nine o'clock at night. We'd have more fun with these two games if they're going at the same time. But you know, whatever they hate us. Um, <laughs> you may got a pick on the Iron Bowl. Um, I have written down, and I so Bama minus twelve and a half first half. Um. But I can also see that blowing up. Well, I don't know. Auburn is Auburn again. Yeah, so. I. That's the tough. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> These games. This is one of those rivalry games where shit just tends to get weird. It feels like, and so that's why I just don't really like anything. I mean, last year is twenty-four to twenty-two. Um, yeah. The year before that was a pretty typical 42-13, but the year before that, 48-45 Auburn. I don't know. Like, I just don't really trust uh, what we think should happen to happen in this game. Um, even though it the, the, the numbers would tell you to bet Auburn to cover, Bama has not been the dominant uh, team that they normally are this year. And so they haven't really been covering at a high clip, and Auburn's been covering pretty well, uh, especially at uh, away and as an underdog. So, I if you if week. you want to just bring the logic of what's happened, you can do that. But I don't. Yeah, I learned this week that Cadillac Williams is coaching Auburn. It's a name <laughs> I had not heard in a very long time. Yep, that's a thing. I don't know how to feel about it, but that is certainly a thing. Good for him. The man with a thousand yeah. uh, fancy football na- teams named after him. All right. This is a game I'm on to my cash crops. Wake Forest, Duke. Wake Duke is a three and a half point underdog at home. Over under 66 and a half. Over. The Wake over didn't hit a few weeks ago. And we're all very sad about it. Mm. You're keen on Saturday afternoon. And this game's going to be 38 to 35 with seven minutes left. Mm. And you're like, holy shit. Let's go. Don't mm me. Mm. 
Frazy. Mm. I don't. I. Mm. <laughs> That's a bold strategy. Locking that one up. I don't. I don't like any. I don't like anything about that. Uh, they've both been. I mean, Duke's lean slightly over. Wake leans slightly under in this spot. They're both pretty or close to around 500. There's no. It doesn't look like there's going to be any weather implications. Just hope for points, I guess. Go points. I can feel you both judging me. There is a lot of money or a lot of bets and especially a lot of money on Duke to cover plus three and a half, though. That's interesting. We'll see how that that. changes as we keep going. Yeah. Um, Actually, to get like a game that like most of us might care about, uh, Notre Dame versus USC. Uh, Notre Dame is a five and a half point underdog. The over under 64 and a half. I really like the under here. I also like the under in the UCLA Cal game, which I think wow, is on Friday. Gonna do that to me, huh? Which one? In this one or the UCLA Cal no, game? Oh, this one. That's one of my cash drops, buddy. Over sixty four. You just made fun of my wake over, so I don't feel like you have any room to talk. <laughs> yeah, but I have I have things to support this over. Notre Dame feel... six six and five overall against the over, five and five in their last ten, but Away, they're three and one as a, and as an underdog, they are three and one. USC eight and three over. I, if you're on the season. over, you might as well parlay with USC either winning that's the game. Kinda, that's kind of how I feel about it, honestly. Or uh, covering, you could do over plus a a USC just winning. I wonder if that hits yet. That is. They're seven and three in their Oof. last ten. Four and two at home, and seven and three is a favorite on the over. over. Like, and these, the, everything says it should go over. No, it'll be not a nice, clear, sixty-five degree. Very little wind. Yeah, I, basically, what I what I'm betting on is that USC probably covers by a lot more than five, and Notre Dame does enough. Yeah, like I was just going to say, I see it going. Uh, if I remember, come Saturday night, six thirty, USC money line plus the over is plus one eighty-five. That is tasty. If you want some positive juice, I mean, I might get a little, little frisky and just half a unit on them to cover in the over. So, I got one more game to talk about. Um, Tennessee's going to Vandy. Uh, Tennessee's quarterback blew his knee out last week. That sucks so bad. The Commodores have won two in a row. I might put half a unit on Vanderbilt to win this game. Plus 410. 14 yeah, point I don't know. I don't. I mean, I know Hennon Hooker. Vandy is playing for a bowl. Tennessee's playing for nothing. Yeah, Hennon Hooker had been really good, and Vanderbilt's, yeah, kind of on a roll. I just don't know what. I didn't get to watch. I don't even remember when, or I don't even know when in the game that Hennon Hooker blew out his knee. I don't know what their, like, their backup quarterback situation looks like, is basically what I'm saying. I don't know if, if he's good enough to win i mean i would hope so but let alone cover i definitely wouldn't be betting on them to cover the doors or tennessee tennessee yeah no yeah the, i almost i might put since jack hasn't put that in i'm gonna put vandy plus 14 and see if she notices <laughs> we'll find out we'll see if she notices i'm not gonna say anything we're just, we're just gonna toss it in there. <laughs> be like you forgot one what are you doing <laughs> Obviously, right there the whole time. Swanson's Kwame. <laughs> Tez, what do you think? Anything? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, 
I I know I think Tennessee is maybe missing a couple other guys too, um, and obviously, you know, Hendon Hooker's the the big one. Um, and I agree, there's not much to you know Tennessee's not gaining anything here. Uh, man, I don't know. I can see Vanderbilt covering. I don't know that I'm on board with them winning. But a little sprinkle is never a bad thing. Uh, Barton Simmons, brother. The missing piece yeah, on cover missing... three. <laughs> they got they went and replaced him with two very mediocre dudes, and it sucked ever since. I can, I can see myself depending on if I have any money left by Saturday afternoon, which <laughs> the way things have been going, I will not. But uh, I can I hop on at least that cover because that's – Tennessee's, and it's in Nashville, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, huh. I like it being there. Vanderbilt fighting for a bowl game. Hen and Hooker being out. Vandy's on kind of a, a roll, you know. But yeah, why not? Like Let's keep go. It interesting. Go a little. Go a little. Uh, little Vanderbilt got seven teams in there. Maybe if I go seven and zero, I can catch Tez in the uh, season long records. <laughs> he's, he's he's sitting at forty seven percent. I'm slowly sneaking up on you. All right. Um. I think it's about it. Hopefully, everyone has a uh, safe and fun Thanksgiving. I have one lock left. Oh, and it's ooh. a, it's a then, game we haven't talked about. Ooh, I'm excited. So uh, there, there's no rain in this game. Uh, there is supposed to be a little bit of wind, but Western Kentucky goes to Florida Atlantic. Um, Western Kentucky four and eight uh, on the over all year. Three and seven in their last ten, two and four away, two and seven as a favorite. Florida Atlantic, four and seven on the year, four and six in their last ten, oh and five at home, and oh and three as an underdog against the over. So I locked up the under sixty one. It's gone up a half a point. And it's gone up half a point. Don't care. <laughs> we had to we listen. We bet them. Listen, we, 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 we put them in today. I bet it as soon as we as soon as, soon as I sent them. I saw you do that, and I don't ever bet mine till later. That's why, like, sometimes I lose because I don't like. I lose that's, points. That's why. I, that's why I just do it when I when I when we send them because then I have them bet at that, and I don't have to worry about it yeah. changing and losing or winning when I don't actually. And yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. Real quick before we go, uh, what's everyone's best thing at Thanksgiving? What's your favorite thing at Thanksgiving? What's your food? What's your what's your draft? One point one. What do you draft first? <laughs> Not stuffing. turkey. Stuffing. Do you call it Number stuffing one. or dressing? Uh, they're two different things, right? Technically, isn't dressing inside the bird? Yeah, I think I think it's technically dressing if you put it in the bird, which makes no damn sense, right? But I think it's technically dressing if you put it in the bird and like cook it with the bird, and it's called stuffing if you don't. I don't know, but uh, yeah, stuffing. I call it stuffing, but that that's my number one. <laughs> uh, mine obviously is noodles, noodles on top of potatoes. Uh, I know this is a weird take, apparently in some some like, areas of the world, like beef and noodles, right? No, they're like they're different. They're egg noodles. They're like yeah. and they're like white, but they're in white gravy. Yeah, it's basically yeah. it's basically like a yeah, it's like a beef and noodles type thing with no beef. It's just the noodles. Yeah, that but is a different thing. They're not like swirly noodles. They're more flat and white. Yeah, noodle. they're egg noodles. Okay, okay. Like, but yeah, like it's a beef and noodles, uh, homemade. My mom made them yesterday, apparently. So pretty excited 
slop them on top of the potato instead of gravy. Let's go. And the best part of Thanksgiving is like the sandwich you make at one in the morning, either Thursday or Friday of Thanksgiving. We just slop it all together on like a roll. It's just everything together. Here's some, here's some turkey and some potatoes and gravy and yeah, noodles. Half of it ends up on your shirt. <laughs> all right, Chaz, what do you got? What's your what's your one one pick? I, I'm just a mashed potatoes guy. It's either that or turkey legs. <laughs> I get that. I get that. No ham in this house. Um, I like ham, but you would. I mean, I'm a I'm a white meat turkey guy if I'm eating turkey, so it doesn't really correlate. But I would eat ham over turkey. Yeah, and then obviously for dessert, money bites. I'm Hell sorry, yeah. wrong podcast. Anyways, <laughs> pumpkin pie and lots of whipped cream. But all right, boys, I'm gonna talk to you soon. I'm gonna walk up to the uh, for Thanksgiving festivities. I'm sure I won't be the oldest person there by 15 years. <laughs> I do have a bet with my boy Rick. Um, the bet is. Over or under three and a half people I will know up there that don't live in my town anymore. He's on the under. Oh, I would take the over on that. Uh, yeah, I'll take the over. I'm a, it's gonna be tough. I bet it's closer. How many? How many people do you? How many people you think are gonna be up there? That's the question. I think there's gonna be quite a few, but how many people am I gonna know? And they have to not live here anymore. Yeah, sure. We went to high school with them or whatever. But how often are those people that... Well, I guess that is true. I guess, yeah, I'm even getting old enough now where, like, you're not... It's not college... Like, you're not college-age yeah. friends coming back to town or whatever. No. So, yeah. I don't know a single person back in town. It might be the... Eh, Ricky might be right. We'll find, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. Uh, I don't have to talk to them. I just have to know them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> there is a uh, DJ up at the bar. His name is Pork Chop. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> that so fits so well. If you want to know what it's like drinking the Missouri border, go ahead, Tess. I was at a bar once, and it, the DJ's name was Tacklebox. So, <laughs> did he have a lot of piercings? Or was he, it yes, woman? he did. Oh, yes, okay. he did. <laughs> nice. Did he get one of those things where like he like swung across the crowd, all of them on his back? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. No, <laughs> no. Should have, right. you know, good party trick. We're off the rails. All right, this is not a TGS podcast. All right, sorry, William. Sorry, Stansberry. I don't think they listen to these anymore. They just trust us. Yeah, we'll amazing. find out. We're amazing. Everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. Till next week when we all bet Iowa to cover against whoever they play in the Big Ten championship game. Because it's going to happen. <laughs> all right, Sounds later, good. guys. Yeah, See you out. guys.